welcome everyone to this uh, Jets Lustrum podcast. My name is Nathan de Groot and with my co-host Fabian Kok, we will uh, explore the identity and DNA of the Jets community this far. The first five years, it's a milestone of course, that we would like to explore deeper and understand what makes Jets special, what are the current challenges and the things we can be proud of. Um, as a co-host, Fabian, I would like to ask you first, what is your experience and perhaps without mm -hmm. just summarizing the five years, maybe mention one highlight. Sure. Um, so I'm an alumnus of the master's program here. So okay. the master in data science and entrepreneurship. Um, and currently I am working at the MKB data lab. In English, it would be at me data lab yeah. uh, as a project manager. Okay. So uh, yeah, if I uh, would condense years of studying here, uh, I would say that uh, the reason for the first time that I actually went here is that I wanted to gain more understanding also of business. I have a technical background. I want to know more about business. Um, and uh, I really found this a great place to study. It was a very, in Dutch we say, gezellig yeah. place to be. Cozy. I would Cozy, say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good atmosphere. Uh, this entire campus was built for us, so uh, that was made it really unique. We yeah. have this one place where uh, you have the professors coming together with business uh, people sitting all in the same age together with the students. Uh, it was a really interesting and uh, vibrant community to be a part of. Yes, and it seems like uh, you're missing it right now. How is it to be back? Um, it's great. Uh, sadly, I was part of the, um, the, the students that had to leave due to COVID. The and we lost couldn't generation. The lost generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we couldn't be on campus yeah. for a year and a half, so I've only been able to study here for half a year. But that half a year was glorious yeah. on the campus. And uh, coming back to this place, yeah, it's a magical place. Yeah. You just feel it everywhere. Uh, we were in the chapel just now, a uh, glorious environment to be in, yeah. truly beautiful. And uh, just uh, happy vibes everywhere. Okay. So it makes me feel good. Makes me also, it triggers also a, a more um, intellectual question, if oh. you like, or at least more creative. What would be the opposite of jets? Because we can talk about it in terms of it's great and it's a nice atmosphere. But what if we think about it, what would be the opposite the of jets? The opposite of jets would be a dark, damp, square building with very modern, say, 60s aesthetic of nothingness. Yeah. And uh, where you just sit in a room, look at uh, a professor who doesn't want any interaction, just okay. sending all day long. Yeah. That would be the environment you just go, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. No podcast being recorded there. There would be no, no podcast. No, of course. <laughs> I see that. Okay. Uh, well, I think that's, uh, that's for a start. Um, I didn't study at uh, JETS. I only come here as a frequent uh, visitor, as a host of uh, interactive events. So in that sense, I, I, um, yeah, I understand and I recognize the, uh, the anti-image that you just presented. <laughs> um, and it gives us also a kind of dynamic... Um, range as a duo of presenters that uh, yeah I can of course track the time and the energy and you can of course if you uh, see a moment uh, bring in your specific JETS experience. So sure, that's, that's uh, the that's idea. Good. Yeah I think at the moment you have most experience of JETS at this table so let's, uh, <laughs> let's start uh, the podcast and see where this uh, conversation will uh, bring us. Um, I would like to start off with introducing the scientific director of JETS um, Jos van Hilligsberg, welcome to the to the podcast, to the show. Thank you. Is it your first podcast? It's my first podcast. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what what uh, uh, do you expect from it? 
podcast. Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I usually don't uh, broadcast them yet. A lot yeah. of people tell me I should start yeah. making my own podcast, but yeah. it has been so uh, busy and exciting so far yeah. as yet. It's my first uh, three months. I didn't yeah. find the time to uh, yeah. start my own podcast. <laughs> well, this could be maybe a, a rehearsal or maybe it's, it's something, a demo. Um, it's only five minutes that we uh, can speak and we need to summarize five years in five minutes. Um, and for you, it's three months. So already <laughs> um, helps. That helps. <laughs> Can you um, see from coming from University of Twente, what are the similarities? Uh, maybe one similarity between the University of Twente and uh, and Jats. One similar a uh, lot of attention for entrepreneurship, yep. te technology, society, and, uh, bringing uh, new companies uh, yeah. to the market, and uh, also very engaged students that are interested both in technology and in business. Okay. And of course, I also would like to know what is the biggest difference so far if you look at the University of Twente, which has also a campus, and this uh, yeah, special environment. The University of, of Twente, of course, is uh, very young, yeah. <laughs> very new building. And if you <laughs> are here, yeah. you are uh, uh, in, a, in a very, uh, yeah, very beautiful, as, as you said, uh, historic building. And what is a, another key difference is we have everything here in one building. Well, yeah. if you have in a big campus university like Eindhoven or Twente, yeah. you have it all, but it's in a lot of different units, a lot of different buildings. Yeah. And here it's very focused all in one place. Yeah. All right. I would like to know also uh, the type of students and type of uh, co-workers. Uh, what, uh, what does it um, sp specifically, if you compare again, for instance, with the uh, University of Twente, what uh, makes the, the JET student and co-worker stand out? Uh, good point. Well, I think uh, if you come here and, and you uh, in JET, you, you must have a certain profile yeah. and that you like to work with, uh, with real business, real data. Sometimes I call it very ugly data because mm. most data from the real world is True very, that. very <laughs> ugly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the beauty of it. Huh? Data science on ugly data and then still uh, survive with that and come to useful, uh, usual, uh, or useful conclusions, yeah. uh, then you have to be brave. And then if you also can convert it both in useful results for the business, but also in, uh, in good quality scientific publications, then you are, uh, you've done yeah. a good job. Yeah, that's also how I experienced it. I really wanted to go here to understand the, the entire scope of how to gain value from data. And uh, I do think Jats offers that unique perspective of uh, the larger part of everything. You still get the technical deep level of understanding, hey, where, uh, how do you actually build models right, from the ground up? But also, how do you make sure that once you build something cool that you can actually get some value from it? That's at least how I found it. It doesn't st stop with building a model yeah. and then it starts. <laughs> yeah. So then it's getting exciting. Is this business really want to use your model to make better decisions, to change, yeah. maybe come up with new business models? Uh, yeah. then, then it really starts. It's not yeah. the end. Yeah. Uh, why, why did you decide to uh, become scientific director? Uh, because you could have stayed in Twente. What was so appealing about JETS that you thought, I, uh, I need to be here? Yeah, it's a, it's a funny story, but I did the, uh, I was part of the committee that accredited the uh, master and the bachelor. Okay. So I was looking and I was seeing all this enthusiasm uh, and it was in the COVID time. So people were on the other side of the screen yeah. and I was sitting at home and I was looking at all these enthusiastic people. Yeah. Uh, who are uh, like you experience now a lot yeah. of uh, vibrant community. I was yeah. very, very, very excited about these programs, 
And then I visited uh, the building here. Actually, the, the chairman of uh, Tilburg University, Wim van der Donk, he yeah. called me saying, oh, we, we actually are looking for a new scientific director. And I thought, okay, uh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, then I came here and I, th I, I talked to many people. I thought this is a nice new uh, challenge. Yeah. So, uh, and, and the reason I think uh, we already discussed is that it, it is uh, very focused. It is uh, bridging two universities. And it also uh, has a very impressive uh, network of businesses that really come here with their data. Yeah. And I think that makes data science interesting. And so data science is only interesting on real companies, real yeah. data sets. Uh, you can practice a little bit with the uh, uh, so-called uh, artificial data sets from the textbooks. But if you really can make impact with real business, then you are doing something exciting. And I think it's happening here all the time. Yeah, for sure. That's also what I noticed in the masters that uh, one big difference with other masters is that uh, there you get data sets and you know, oh, if I do it well enough, it will be fine. You know that in the end, it was a nice data set that has been made ugly. But now here you just get real data, which is um, oftentimes uh, not the data you want. You don't have the data you need, you need more, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I think that really shows value of, to include actual businesses, real life businesses in the curriculum itself. I found that very interesting, at least. Maybe there's another thing to mention. I think it is also now uh, hot in the Netherlands, uh, real interdisciplinary research. Yeah. And um, it's, it, it's more than just having, for example, one legal course or one course on ethics or one course, but where you really can, can build upon a whole school that is into finance, ethics, uh, social science, computer science, and you really mm -hmm. have all that, um, that expertise as a backup in these two universities yeah. that you can bring together here. That's actually quite uh, unique. Uh, to what extent uh, does it help or is it perhaps vital for a scientific director to have a background in computer science? Do you think that would be, it would be possible for your job to, uh, to execute it without this knowledge? Well, you could maybe have one day a uh, scientific director that is from the master of jets. Yeah. That would, would be also be a per perfect solution. Yeah. I, did, I did kind of the old way. I first studied very technical computer science. Then I went to Erasmus to do a PhD in business. Yeah. Then I did all kinds of things in, in, the, in the intersection. Uh, but you can, I think, there are multiple routes. I think uh, you see a bit more common that people come from technology and they go into business. But why not come from business and dive into technology? Yeah. As long as you are interested in both fields and interested in bringing these fields together to make a real impact with data. Okay. I think uh, maybe also as a last question. Yeah. Um, I'm very interested also as part of the YATS community. What you, do you as a new person who is going to lead this pack, what do you feel like you really want to contribute or do with YATS or can make it even better? <laughs> Good question. Of course, the question I had in my mind the last three ah, months yeah. and that I had to sort of when I had my first 100 days uh, speech last week to all the stakeholders, I sort of thought about. Uh, so they also asked me, uh, what is your dream? What should Yats look in five years from now? And that, of course, is a difficult question. But I think mm -hmm. uh, five years from now, I think the, the current concept is very good. You just have to make it um, even more leading. Uh, so that means we have to to grow it more uh, mm. in volume, but also in focus. And that we are in, in terms of uh, data science, entrepreneurship, and our focus areas, we are leading institute in Europe. Yeah. We are, I think, on, on the right track, but we have to have a high ambition. Yeah. Uh, so that means 
of course, more students, more budgets, mm -hmm. all these things. But I think the end goal is uh, that it is very busy here. It's very busy. So that yeah. uh, I think he was lucky. It was just a small group of students. He, th he comes back in uh, five years. Everybody should be queuing here to study <laughs> here yeah. and um, and also to teach here. I think that's also important to, to that it is a privilege mm. when you work at Eindhoven or elsewhere in the world to come here and teach this students that are very privileged uh, to study here. And we, we're on our way, and I hear also from many, many uh, students that come here with their parents, like, oh, wow, studies, maybe here's even mm -hmm. more. Maybe you have to pay extra because it's such a nice facility. <laughs> so like, no, no, it's, it's just not yet. regular, not <laughs> yet. Maybe, <laughs> maybe in yeah. five years' time. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> but that is kind of the, what I envisage uh, when you come back in five years. All right. Thank you very much for uh, spending five minutes of your time with us, a little bit more. Uh, we'll uh, talk a bit more in detail later. Thanks for your podcast debut uh, that uh, yeah. we, uh, we had the honor <laughs> of having that. Um, as, uh, as our next guest, and we can uh, swap uh, guests at the moment to have uh, two um, yeah, students, uh, a student and an alumnus here at the table that we will introduce to our listeners and viewers. We have Sven van Egmond, PE alumnus, uh, welcome. And Thank also you. Elske Nijhoff, you are a student at uh, JETS. Yeah. Um, what do you study? Uh, data Science and Entrepreneurship. Also the master program. Yes, yes. the master program, okay. yes. I and you study actually live, you don't follow your lectures online, right? Uh, no, not uh, anymore. I okay. did my pre-master uh, entirely online. Okay. Um, but it was always possible to go here in the building, so I was here quite a lot. And now it's uh, everything's live. Okay, good. Did you guys in the pre-master also do that thing where you gathered into one lecture yeah. hall to watch the <laughs> online <laughs> yes. lectures in the room together? Yes, yes, yeah. that's right. I don't think that was allowed, but um, so we just like, anyway. oh, we, we don't see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we keep the distance. And so. we don't Chats talk. community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't talk about it. Uh, let's see what the PE uh, group uh, uh, did with this. Um, Sven, you are, uh, let's just, for the, for the sake of uh, inclusion, PE, professional education and it means that uh, while already graduating, uh, graduated, you can still, um, yeah, of course, learn something. Yeah, what all our people. Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, what's the average age of this program? I don't know by heart, but if I had to make an estimation, I would say 35. So okay. I was in the last cohort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and was it a live or online experience? No, it was live. It was okay. live. So yeah. full day every Friday. Yeah. So work continued. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. on Friday was the best day of the week because we could learn at the outs. Yeah. And you guys also had the best lunches. They Sometimes uh, the mm -hmm. catering had some leftover and yeah. I'm going, hey, do you still have some? Yeah. <laughs> and you can imagine at Friday at five o'clock. Yeah. School oh, continued. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, great. Yeah. What is the field that you, uh, that you work in? And that perhaps it's, you can link it to the reason why you decided to embark on this PE uh, adventure. Yeah, that's, that's quite a story. I don't know how much time we got, but let me do it version. very, yeah. very short indeed. Yeah. Uh, so I always worked in the field of marketing. And then uh, at a certain moment, I was approached by JATS because they needed promotion. And I was well connected with some large tech companies. Yeah. So I got the question, could you promote us? And I honestly, I said, well, everybody asked that. So what's, what's the catch? Why mm -hmm. should we do that? So that's how my journey started. And then all of a sudden I was uh, next to Emil Arts yeah. at a certain stage, um, prepping his keynote and evaluating his keynote. Yeah. And I was like, uh, Mr. Arts, uh, can I ask you a question? Do you think I'm 
equipped enough to uh, to run this uh, program and he, he started cuddling me and uh, we had a great <laughs> moment there he said of course and i would yeah. really love you to do that and that that was actually the start yeah. then we had a short period of a year of doubts and uh, reasons why not to yeah <laughs> and then my wife said hey if you really want to do this uh, just do it yeah and i started and uh then the, the promise I made to the company where I was employed, at that moment it was uh, DPG Media, they said to me, uh, okay, you can do that, but you uh, have to switch jobs because we don't need people uh, with that kind of uh, luggage in the, uh, in the marketing department. Okay, so really? uh, yeah. so uh, please then go work in the data, data fields and data departments. And uh, I switched. Okay, so you agreed? To, uh, to this, and yeah. something tells me that it uh, it played out differently. No, 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 yeah? no. So uh, I graduated. Yeah. Uh, we did a fantastic project. Uh, had a tremendous value for our company as well. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the question was, uh, yeah, please go mm -hmm. further, do more. Uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, we need you at a different position. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, please feel free to talk with people about that. Uh, and I started there, uh, I think it's two and a half years ago now. So I uh, really changed jobs. Did you, uh, because I think there's two tracks in PE, right? One more uh, leading data projects and one actual more programming, executional yeah, data Currently, the, it's, it's, you can simplify it by saying it's an expert program and a management program. Ah, yeah. at, at my time, there was only an expert program. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so I had to write code, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> Dirty your hands. Yeah. yeah. Oh, love yeah. it. That must have been a journey, yeah. learning to code. And then to, to finish the story, if Sorry. I'm allowed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then I graduated here, and I said, well, I don't want to leave. And yeah. they looked at me and said, well, you're graduated, and yeah. you should leave. I said, no, I want to stay. And they asked me why. I said, well, first of all, it's, it's a great community here. I love to be here, especially on Fridays. And I, I'm not I cannot stop learning, because every teacher gave me a suggestion of a book and I never finished all those books so I said so you're <laughs> addicted to learning uh, somehow became addicted yeah, to yeah. learning again and uh, yeah, long story short uh, sh long, sh long story short yeah. um, I promised to give something back and I, in return I could stay here so what I give back is some free hours uh, for yachts yeah. and uh, yeah, last week we uh, we started the alumni foundation yeah that's one of the things where I work on, cool. which is great. And I promised them to make a small commercial for them. So, yeah. uh, so if you're not registered for the <laughs> Alumni yes. Foundation of Yachts, please do, do so today. AI alumni. AI, yeah. alumni. AI alumni, uh, of course. Name. So that's the, the, yeah. the short version. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, the future member of this AI alumni perhaps is uh, Elske. Yeah, how do you envision um, the future after your studies? Um, well, I think I want to work for um, a company like my first years because I don't believe that I am a fully developed data scientist when I finish my master. I hope mm -hmm. so, but data science is so big that I don't yeah. think that you can mm -hmm. put it in two years. So the first years, in uh, I want to learn more. So I want to have an, uh, a work experience where I can develop myself as a data scientist. Mm -hmm. And um, my goal is to be really motivated in my in my job. So maybe I want to start my own business, <laughs> but maybe I found like a company I'm actually really passionate about and motivated, and I don't have the um, 
the need to start my own business. Uh, but it is something that I am I am thinking about, and I would really enjoy. I think. And in what sphere is it? More healthcare or agriculture or something um, something else? Something digital? Well, it is not that concrete yet. Okay. Um, I think something digital, like technology, uh, of course, because that's really my passion. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I uh, I'm quite uh, impulsive, so maybe I changed my mind. Okay. <laughs> that could be. Yeah. Well, before you run away, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one more question. You said uh, it's important, and Jets uh, stands out because of the interdisciplinary approach. What is your uh, discipline, and do you see this interdisciplinary approach also uh, while studying? Yes. Yes, uh, I do. Um, well, my bachelor was applied uh, math. Okay. So that was and well, just one discipline. Um, but YATS is very broad. You have finance, entrepreneurship, but also the machine learning and the data engineering, and it goes all over the place, which I really enjoy. It's also, if you do a group assignment, it can also be tiresome, right? If you need to work with a biologist and a philosopher and your uh, background in math, it's, it's hard to find a common language. Um, well, I didn't really experience it that way. Yeah. Um, it was actually quite fun. And we all did the same pre-master and okay. you all choose to do this master. Right. So you have some uh, common language okay. already. So yeah. Fair enough. So Were maybe there that I many uh, people from the pre-masters also? Um, I think so. I think I'm like about 60 people or something, but maybe a little bit less. Yeah, yeah, quite a lot. And so basically, you're an outlier if you don't do the pre-master almost? Um, no, no, well, no, I don't think so. Okay. No. Otherwise, I start feeling like a black sheep. <laughs> no, 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 I don't have the feeling that they feel like that way, so we'll ah, be fine. Cool, cool. And also because you're uh, thinking more towards business, was that also how you came in? Because I yeah. hear from a lot of students that, yeah, I'm not sure if I want to or not. Oh, That's no. also why they come in here, but you just came in. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, well, I, you know, like, because uh, like I said before, I started applied math, which, which I really enjoy, mm -hmm. but I really miss the business side. And I mm -hmm. thought, okay, I don't want to work um, just as a programmer or an ECT uh, mm -hmm. girl in the corner. I want to do, I want to start my business or I want to do like something totally different. Mm -hmm. I want to have like a broader vision. Um, so, no, uh, that was actually the, the reason why I chose. Um, data science and entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and not data science and uh, artificial intelligence at uh, Eindhoven. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Right. And well. if, you, if you get the offer just like Sven or perhaps create the offer to stay in the community after your studies, yeah. would you be open to or do you think yes. it's time to go to uh, some other no, place? No, definitely. Yeah. I, uh, I really enjoy studying at the Yachts and I mm. think uh, I really enjoy my bachelor as well, but I am enjoying my master even more. And if this stays like this, yeah, I don't want to leave uh, as well. So okay. <laughs> Do you have one concrete example that uh, of a day or a lecture that you really enjoyed and that we can somehow envision so that we can share your joy? Um, well, it's quite difficult to say like, like one example, uh, just like what Femian was saying as well. It is like the whole atmosphere and the feeling you have. Mm -hmm. um, I really enjoy like doing the, uh, the group projects especially in the first semester, it was very intense. Like I didn't really have a lot of a social life beside that. Yeah. Um, but it was actually um, also very nice to um, be together and do like a lot of projects. And um, yeah, yeah I okay. think like the projects were, uh, is the main example. Okay, uh, I'm wondering if the two of you are now at the table, it's a bit 
uh, like a table that we saw also in the Russian context that you sit at either end. Um, what um, what do you, can you say about the context and the cooperation between, uh, let's say, regular students and PE students? Is there is that a shared world or is it something that that interacts? Um, could be more, to be honest. Yeah. Because uh, literally, I think somebody said today, yeah, you're the Friday group. And <laughs> most of the yeah. times at Friday, uh, we don't meet a lot of master students. Um, so I think there could be more. For example, I think uh, the master students could be a great coach for the professional education students. Because I think to some extent, they are fresher and they have more luggage there. So why don't we invite them to be practitioners for the professional education students, for example, and to just to start blending those worlds, because I think it's uh, an opportunity. Do you also agree that this could be yeah. an option? Yeah, Yeah, I think so as well, yeah. Um, I had no idea about the PA program and what you guys were doing. Um, I think for both worlds it could be very beneficial, um, like we can teach you, but you they are you are already in a business so you know what is um what is necessary and hmm. um, so i think from both sides it could be very very nice to interact a little bit more okay well then we have at least one improvement uh, <laughs> there we go the final question down the for table. both of you would be apart from this suggestion is there something you would wish as for a toast to say this is what i wish for jets in the next five years it can also be a challenge and improvement it can be something critical um, or a dream. Uh, let's start with you, Sven. I think they should become world famous okay. because I think it's a unique university in the world. Yeah. Um, so let's make them famous. And then uh, what is the, the means or how do we get there? Is it TikTok or is it something <laughs> scientific journals or both? Podcasts. Well, I yeah. think it's, it's all about good storytelling. Okay. So there, uh, there are a lot of great stories out here. Let's make sure that we tell them on the right stages. And the, right the marketing voice uh, speaking again. Well, yeah. I think uh, it's it's feasible. That the, yeah, the stories are here. Let's uh, spread the word. I hope this conversation is part of that. Uh, do you have something to add? Uh, yeah, I want to. Uh, it would be very amazing if they would become world famous. But I really hope that they um, are able to keep the nice atmosphere and uh, the great environment, even if they're going uh, to be way bigger. Yeah, so, so not too I many cues, you say. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. if it is possible to keep like the same atmosphere, we'll yeah. be totally fine. Keep it small whilst we grow big. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe if I, yeah. if I can understand it correctly, keep the culture alive. Yes, mm -hmm. indeed. Yeah. 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 Because you can also scale culture. Eh? Yeah. 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 Thank you very much for your answers yes, and your thank time. You. Uh, we will talk uh, more at another stage at a different table. For now, uh, thanks uh, Elske and thank you Sven. And we will continue our discussion with Thijs. We have a small uh, change of scenery. And then uh, Thijs <laughs> Kranenburg will join us. He is from the Jets startup Bluetick. And uh, it's been uh, stated that it's a successful startup. So <laughs> what makes it uh, successful and what is, what is your role in it actually, uh, Thijs? Yeah, well, I'm quite humbled. I wouldn't say it's that successful yet. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think we started three years ago, which is for a startup already really long. Uh, we already did two investment rounds. We're going to break even at the moment. So we're starting to become more mature and becomes more like a real business instead of just a group of students that started out of their university with building a company. Mm -hmm. um, where I'm responsible for is mainly the data science. 
So I'm reading a lot of papers on natural language processing and see how we can implement those for the legal industry. So we're in the legal industry. Yeah. It's a really complex industry. So what can we apply? What can we not apply? And how do we do that? So for people not familiar with the legal industry, I assume you're studying verdicts and you, you feed them to a machine learning yeah. system? Yeah, so we, uh, our most used tools are actually for jurisprudence. Yeah. So if you find one case, it's not you want to find more. You want to see whether or not a judge contradicted what has been said or has, uh, has agreed with what is said or what's the, what's like, what do people do. And then if you find one, you can find similar cases, similar facts, similar circumstances, etc. Mm -hmm. Or if you find a consideration, which is just any piece of text, you can highlight the text, click on search, and it finds similar uh, with different language uh, texts. Then did you know that Lutic existed? Oh, yes. I was very much aware of the existence. I've seen that one picture of you guys walking on the bridge somewhere over there, I think. Oh, <laughs> Um, but I, it does sound very interesting to me, especially NLP. The, uh, from within the, the NPB Data Lab, we also get more and more companies who start to dabble a bit more in what natural language processing can do for them, which yeah. is very interesting to me. And, uh, what I also just wonder is that I'm guessing it's largely Dutch legal text, yeah. um, whether it's a bit of a hindrance that most models are written for English language instead of yeah. Dutch. Yeah, so that's a challenge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, challenge. Yeah. So we got a lot, a lot of data. So I think in total, our data says about two billion tokens or mm -hmm. two billion words. I think I once counted or whatever. So it's a, it's a big data set as well. You can do, but um, it's also an um, um, it's better for us because then English companies it's harder for them to come to the Netherlands yeah. for as competitors, etc. So, yeah, it's hindrance, but there's also still quite a lot available in Dutch. You just have to search a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's where you guys come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Oh, great. Uh, you're also an alumnus, of course, of this yeah. uh, university. And I, I was wondering, you seem to be still studying in a way, you're still yeah. processing a lot of uh, information. Uh, what is the difference between doing this in a studies uh, in a program and yeah. uh, now? Yeah, you're helped a lot more in your studies, of course. So right now I have to go to conferences or watch conferences online or read papers and search for them, etc. All by myself. There's a lot of discipline involved there. Yeah. Um, but I find it really important to do it. And in your studies, you're helped. You can choose courses, etc. You can also do uh, tasks for a company. So that's maybe more similar to what we're doing now. So you have the data entrepreneurship in action courses. We're actually solving these real world problems. And there you get like the real data and you get like a real feel of how, how the other side actually works. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. And do you see yourself as an entrepreneur? To what extent uh, are you a real entrepreneur? Or do you think, well, if I can be scientific director in a few years, yeah. that would also be nice? Well, I'm starting to become more like an entrepreneur, I think. But okay. yeah, I dare to say it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How do you know this? Um, well, I noticed, it, for example, at an event at Sprout, I was two weeks ago with other entrepreneurs, and then you're speaking about the same things, you're having the same struggles, etc., etc. So that's uh, how I feel like I'm becoming more of an entrepreneur. But and two years ago, I would say maybe I'm going to do a PhD later on, or, or if the startup fails in one or two years, I'm going to do a PhD. And now I'm more like, now nah, maybe I want to stay in business and and become like maybe a data translator or maybe stay into the technical side uh, of things as well, but in the company. Okay, so yeah. no PhD for you? I think not at the moment. Okay, no. okay. <laughs> That's uh, good to hear. Do you have any questions, Fabian, for uh, Thijs? 
Well, uh, what I kind of wonder is whether um, you also kind of still stay in touch with people you know from the playground maybe, or is that community still a bit of that you're like an alumnus also of the playground? So we don't have that much contact anymore at the moment. So there is some events that we go to, etc., mm -hmm. or some some conversations that are going on, but it's not that on a weekly basis I'm meeting up with them. So, no, um, I wouldn't suspect. But, but what is what was really the playground has been really important for us as a company as well because we started from a course here at Jets, mm -hmm. where we had to find a problem, any problem. And then we were helped by the teachers there to validate this problem, like what you do in the beginning, like validate, validate, mm -hmm. validate, mm -hmm. before you start building something that nobody wants because yeah. that's something you don't want to do. And afterwards, we're helped a lot as well, mainly by Ruud Snape in uh, how do you, if you start a company with some people, you have to make appointments together, what if somebody leaves, it's all those kinds of things mm -hmm. we're helped with as well. And they put us in a program of the, the BOM, the Investor Readiness Program, I think without this help, we wouldn't be uh, maybe existing anymore. We wouldn't even start probably. Okay, well, maybe this is time to help other people watching us, listening to uh, this podcast. Yeah. What would be your biggest lesson that you want to share when it comes to the transition from students to entrepreneur? Yeah, I think what you should um, experience is that it's, it's the real world. So you want to validate it. For example, if you be a startup entrepreneur, you need good validation. So it's not just asking questions, but asking the questions in the right way and also to the right people. And be critical about the answers as well, because you, you really quickly hear what you want to hear, and it mm -hmm. might not be the real thing somebody says. So that's the bad validation, because I was yeah. not aware that there's good and bad uh, validation. Yeah, there's, there's certainly there's really bad validation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we did it as well uh, quite often. and then. Yeah. Uh, you also notice it with the other person that he wants to hear something and then somebody apparently said something yeah. and so yeah. yeah. All right. And uh, I asked the previous speakers as well. I think it's a nice uh, question to, to round up. Um, what do you wish for the Jets community and the Jets uh, Institute? Yeah, what I wish for them is to have a good education try to increase the education. I think the first speaker also said, have good teachers here, have good students here, and have them interact with each other and just keep going uh, as it is, because I think at the moment it's already a really, really nice place to be. Okay. So just time uh, is what we need, basically, then? Yeah, I think yeah. it's it's also like um, uh, making each other stronger. So if you have good students, you get good edu educators, and that makes the study better, so more people want to go. So that's, the, that's what's going on, I think, here. Okay. And then you will be at one uh, one day a guest lecture here. The yeah. The full circle, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, I'm also starting lectures in, uh, in September at another university, so why okay. not here as well? Okay. Well, we can uh, uh, meet again when that happens, maybe yeah. in five years. Thank you very much, Thijs Kranenburg, for your explanation and answers. And that means that we go for a last uh, changement. Uh, and we, uh, we invite um, the vice governor for the province of Noord-Brabant, Martijn van Gruithuizen, to the table and also the mayor of the city of Zetrogebos, Jacques Mikkers. Welcome uh, both. Very pleased to, um, to continue the conversation with both of you. Start with, um, with you. Um, I was wondering, when did the idea uh, start to have a, a, an elder man completely dedicated to data? Because it's unique in the Netherlands. It started four years ago yeah. uh, with the new uh, administration uh, yeah. for 2018-2022. And one of the aldermen wants to, wanted to be committed to data science yeah. and to data entrepreneurship here in Sertogenbos uh, yeah. for an inclusive data community uh, for the students, but also for the companies in our city. 
and also for the organization, for a governmental organization, that we would be more data-wise than we were before 2018. Yeah, and did, did, they su did you succeed as a government? Uh, it's always hard to tell. Uh, don't ask the question after four years, you have to ask the question af after 20 years. Okay. okay. Uh, it's just okay. a start. We yeah. started four years ago, and yeah. I think it, it will continue now with a new element uh, at data. Um, for uh, also education and uh, entrepreneurship, so I think it will continue for the next few years. Yeah. And from the perspective of a mayor, what do you think uh, was the, the main addition of the jazz community and the students being in the, in the city? To be honest? Yes, of course. Finally a university. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because Den Bosch is a very old city, uh, more than uh, nearly 900 years old, so it's very important that we have a finally a university in our city and I think the collaboration between the Tilburg University and the Eindhoven University is a is a good asset for the city of Sertogenbosch yeah. but also specialized on data science because we think that's the new for the new economy and it attracts uh, companies and attracts students to our city yeah. the city who has a lot of restaurants and a lot of bars so I, I yeah. heard Sven all speaking about the, uh, the Fridays, the fr the Fridays yeah. so yeah. that's very important <laughs> yeah. so the coziness of the city but also the innovation of our city is very uh, very important and it's a very uh, chats is a very good asset to that community yeah and uh, we, we've been speaking a lot about growth in numbers but also in ambition do you think uh, the city of Sertogenbosch can cater for that can facilitate this growth we have to okay uh, I think it's a need for yeah. uh, the jazz community, but also for our city. Yeah. And I think if we want to be uh, world class and if we want to be world famous, yeah. then it's very important to cater uh, as, a, as a city uh, the needs that the jazz population and the jazz community have. Mm -hmm. But it's, it will be difficult to uh, first starting housing. Uh, that's for every student difficult. It's not only in the Bosch, uh, I think mm -hmm. in every city in the Netherlands. Uh, but I think we have to create a lot of, a lot of room for the companies. Uh, with the innovation district behind the, uh, the, the new uh, the railway station, it's a new start, and I hope a lot of companies will f we can facilitate in the next future, okay. uh, specialized on data and IC ICT. Okay. Well, from the city level, we go to the, the level of the province, uh, Martijn. I'm, I'm curious with uh, Tilburg University, with Technical University of Eindhoven, and Jat, are they always cooperating or are they also competitors sometimes? Uh, it's uh, both, I think, uh, and that's good. I think uh, uh, when you have some competition and strive each other for the best in a position one position, uh, it's good. And then, uh, and uh, with some competition, you get collaboration and you thrive uh, together to position one. And that is, thank I think that is something that we can celebrate. Like the mayor said, it's a we can leave the startup phase uh, behind us, so we have to become mature. Yeah. Uh, with the two universities, the grand initiative, and we have to, uh, well, a lot of things ha ha is done. Uh, and I think uh, on both research, education, entrepreneurship, uh, startup, startups that, that will stay in the region, because we as a province, as a region, really want to stay ahead of all the other regions, not only in the Netherlands, but, um, and, and that, um, well, the societal challenges that we have in our economy, that data is, of course, uh, uh, solution number one in every field, in every sector. And that is, then, I think, one of the reasons that many years ago uh, we started this journey. Yeah. And, uh, and we hope that uh, not only the staff or the students, but also the startups that 
spin out of jets that uh, they really contribute to the uh, finding solutions for our societal challenges. And does it then matter if they at some point after if these new entrepreneurs uh, leave the province of North Brabant? Is that okay, or is, do you think we want to keep them here? Well, um, of course, I, I can't understand why they should leave. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I really don't know uh, why. Yeah. But of course, uh, uh, when they do that, just if, yeah. uh, then they are ambassadors. They uh, started here in this region, uh, and uh, I think that is something that we recognize that, uh, uh, well, sometime later, they will come back. And uh, your life is a journey. And when they, uh, well, they do, uh, after the startup phase, they become mature in Asia or uh, America or some other region. Um, they, they, you always remember, and that's something then when you get some old, uh, some, some age, then, then you go think about that, about your student uh, yeah. time in your city where you studied, and uh, you will come back. So uh, I can't understand why they should leave, but when they leave, they uh, become an ambassador for, uh, well, this, this, uh, this facility, the Grand Initiative, the Tilt University, or uh, the, the University of Eindhoven, the city of Den Bosch, or the province of North Brabant. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, the boomerang, so to say, that they may leave, but they always uh, come back. And, and, and uh, bring back also the knowledge they gained on that tour. Yeah. yeah. That would be ideal. Yes. Um, well, for, for the moment, uh, we're almost out of time, but I, I was wondering, there have been some associations that were shared about uh, JET, like what people say about the atmosphere, about the, the groups, uh, the people, the characteristics of students. Is there something you think is still missing in this discussion when you think of JET and its ecosystem? Oh, I, I, I'm sure that there is wish list. That, yeah. uh, and, and, and I think that that is also one of the challenging things, uh, themes, but uh, keep focusing on what you want as a uh, jazz uh, organization, as a city and as a province. Because other regions, uh, well, we started this uh, uh, some years ago, and uh, but you see other re regions try to copy uh, what we have. Yeah. And uh, our main message is stay ahead. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that is focus, that is uh, really making use of the energy that we have and uh, and of course whether it's uh, um, um, living or recreating or the facilities or the um, you have some venture capitalists needed etc etc um, yeah, it's a journey that we started uh, together and we really want uh, we are in it for the whole journey that's good to hear. I, uh, I'm curious um, what the the toast would be, uh, almost there, but perhaps um, we can also be a bit, a bit critical uh, at this point, because it's not just celebrating, but also trying to stay ahead. What can uh, JET still improve, if I ask you as a mayor? I think we have to improve about the collaboration on, a, on, a, um, uh, on the focus of focused fields, so like crime and safety, Agri-food, uh, yeah. I think it's very, agri-food and data, I think it's very important to uh, uh, um, uh, stri strengthen the, the collaboration between the, the companies. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of companies in the region don't understand yet what JETS is. So I think it's very important to tell the story and to have them more partnering with JETS. It's yeah. not just a, a list of uh, companies who are 
involved in Jets. I think I want to really collaborate them and really be ambassadors of Jets. And I think it's very important as a government, as a government, government, that we also uh, make the companies enthusiastic about the Jets community and also the Jets students. So uh, if I'm right, I have two ambassadors of Jets here at the table that uh, spread the word both in, in the city and in the, in the province. Make Jets as more as famous as the Bosse Bowl. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the only goal we have. Yeah. And, to, and the Worcester Boat. And the Worcester Boat, yeah. 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 Wow, well, it is hard to top that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious if we look ahead and we speak uh, at the same table in five years again. What do you hope that uh, has been achieved? in terms of, not just in terms of numbers, but maybe in general terms? Oh, it's, uh, that is uh, uh, still no an innovative, uh, but mature uh, organization <laughs> that really finds the connection with, with our uh, businesses in the region, that uh, the businesses, small, medium-sized enterprise, but also the, the OEMs, really um, uh, work with uh, data, data maturity, uh, uh, and that um, the, the JET students and the staff members really provided that uh, intelligence and way of working. And that, uh, like I just said, that we are still uh, with JETS uh, and the Grand Initiative, the leader in the, the Netherlands and, uh, and Europe on uh, in the field of data and uh, AI. And to what extent is the, the province uh, contributing to this uh, ambition? Well, with a lot of uh, good energy, I hope, uh, yeah. and some financial uh, support, of course, and knowledge uh, where we uh, can, can bring uh, that uh, to the table. So every kind of uh, assistance in instrument that we have, uh, we are trying to uh, provide that so that we can uh, put uh, the organization of JATS in position to make the right decisions to keep number, to keep number one in the, in the next uh, years. Thank you very much, uh, Martijn. Uh, Jacques, uh, do you have anything to add to this ambition, or do you think it's uh, it's just going to be flourishing in uh, in five years? I hope it's flourishing, and and, and I think so. But I also want to uh, have the, the the city has to be a playing ground for the JET students, yeah. not only uh, at Friday uh, at Friday afternoon, but also mm -hmm. during the week. Yeah, uh, we, I think we have a lot of societal challenges here in the city. And I think in collaboration with the city, we can be a playground for all the students of JET, and so they can they, they can succeed and compete in the world uh, for new new projects and new ideas uh, for a better world and a responsible world, responsible with uh, data. So like a living lab, uh, so to say, or is that too uh, clinical? Yeah, I like playground better. Let, let's uh, stick with playground. How does it sound to you, Fabian? Sounds perfect. Maybe we need to uh, iron out whether to call the playground because we already have the jazz playground inside. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, the, the boss playground, who knows? Yeah. Uh, sounds good. Yeah, we can have playgrounds on uh, multiple levels. Exactly. Let make it a province, uh, the playground. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I un understand yeah. uh, uh, the ambition of the mayor. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much uh, for listening and joining the podcast. Um, thanks also for uh, all the guests for contributing to it. Thank you, Fabian. Thank you. This was the Jets Lustrum podcast. In five years' time, we will be back. <laughs> and then uh, we will uh, see what, uh, what came from all the ambitions and from the challenges that we faced. Thank you very much and see you in five years. Bye-bye.